Buenos dias. Okay, no, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I wanted to try to do that sexy. And uh, I don't think I accomplished that. So let's try again. You know what? Scratch the beginning of the podcast. Uh, pretend that it didn't happen. And let me start over again. Ready? One, two, three. Buenos dias. See, that sounded a little bit better. I always do that whenever I try to really give myself some gravity and some weight and to try to impress upon you how utterly sexy I can be. And that's I drop the, uh, my tone to as low as I can make it without sounding like a weirdo, which maybe I already am. Uh, so, oh, fuck. Well, I guess I messed that up. Um, all right, all right. Let's, let's scratch it. Let's start it one more time. All right. Pretend that the first time, the second try didn't happen. And I am going to begin with one, two, three. Buenos dias. It's raining in Southern California on this May 21st, 2018. Welcome back from the fantastic weekend. I know some of you guys are really looking forward to this week going by super, super fast because here in the U.S. we have a three-day weekend coming up with Memorial Day, which a lot of people remember and know what Memorial Day is about. For most folks, it's about barbecuing. And I'm not giving any shade on them. Uh, you know, so a lot of the times we forget what these holidays are all about. But I know for me, as a student of history, uh, somebody that really takes the um, sacrifices that our men in military have done over the years, somebody who has military in their family, it is a very important weekend just to reflect. And uh, it's all right to have the barbecues and it's all right to celebrate, but do take the time to think of somebody in uniform who has gone out there and made a difference so that we can all live uh, in this nation relatively free and relatively safe. Please do thank them, say hello, let them know that their service is appreciated. And more and above that, give them a job, offer them a job if they're qualified. If they're having some kind of issue, give them some latitude. Just Remember that these guys and, and these men and women, in a lot of different, many in many different ways, have sacrificed something so that we can enjoy what we have. Uh, they have sacrificed lives. They have sacrificed limbs. They have sacrificed families, just so that we can enjoy what we have. And it's unfair that we like to do the platitudes thing, and, and but we don't actually take that next extra step to actually offer them something that they need, which is re-emerging back into society um, and being able to make a good living and also deal with the issues of having faced what they faced. Golly, okay, I try to go from sexy to poignant, and I don't think I accomplished either one really well. But you know what? I, this is one of those where... I don't really have anything specific to say. It was a long, fun weekend. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I did cheat a little bit. I'm sorry. I had me some tequila on Saturday. I couldn't help myself. I was in a party and somebody brought out the biggest bottle of tequila that I've seen in a while and offered me a shot. And from the standpoint of being polite, because I did not want to be rude, I decided to have some. I... And I partook. I try to eat well. Yesterday was just a day of rest. Yesterday, Sunday was a day of rest. And 
And then we went to this amazing food spot in California, in Southern California, called the Boiling Crab. If you have never been there and you love Cajun food, if you love shrimp, if you like eating with your hands and making a mess out of yourself, it is probably one of the places to go to. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything specific that I wanted to talk about. I did post a lot about a lot of things, but really, after what happened on Friday, I really haven't felt like in a mood to, shell, to tell stories or to uh, talk about anything in specific because I'm still kind of all over the place with it. I'm still affected by it. Uh, I got to stop listening to NPR in the morning because they're, they were interviewing family members and survivors. And I've, I'm trying to understand their pain. Uh, but I, since I internalize everything, it bums me out, and I just can't keep on doing that. So I actually had to turn off the radio. And, and I could say that that's unfair because these people have to deal with it. And it's so easy for me just to turn off the radio and not have to deal with it or turn off the Twitter machine or not go on Facebook and, and hear everybody's opinions with it. I, I, I have the free will to to not look, but I do. And and it's not fair because some people don't have that choice. People uh, are in Texas are hurting over what happened on Friday in the shooting uh, at Santa Fe High School. But for my own peace of mind, I need to try. I need to try to get away from it as much as I can. I need to put some distance with it in order for me to keep on going. Because if I am going to become paralyzed every single time, there's one of these. It is unfortunate that it happens so often that I would always be paralyzed, and I do not want to do that. And obviously, I can't do that for my family they need me to be here and be aware and be present in the moment um, so I am making the choice to look away from it but it still it still hits and I don't know if you can hear it in the background it's raining here in Southern California and whenever it rains my mood also gets gloomy and uh, I don't know I don't know but on the flip side I am looking pretty fly this morning. I had some an early morning meeting, and I am wearing some pretty fa funky socks. Uh, you can always check out my sock of the day section on Twitter. I tend to post what my socks look like uh, because that was a resolution to, uh, that I made myself and that my wife helped me out earlier this year is that I am tired of wearing the drab socks that every dad wears because that's what you either get from Target or that is what your kids gave you, and, and there's no fun to it. You know, I'm not one of those weirdos that's going to do ironic ties. I take my ties very seriously. I take my tying of ties very seriously. I like for them to look right. Uh, it's, and also means that I, for the most part, I tend to wear heavy, thick ties uh, with a double Windsor, which makes it, you know, makes a very heavy knot at the neck. And, and I like that. It's, it's something that I actually happen to enjoy wearing. But I don't go with flair. I don't think ties are for flair. I think that they make you look silly. I think that it takes away from your ability to be taken seriously by others. So no, I don't wear funny ties. But socks, socks are a place where people kind of want to look down there and check out what you got. And I decided that this year was going to be my year of funny socks. And, you know, there's an entire industry out there for funny socks. And I, and, and I love them. I, I love patterns. I love colors. I think, you know, where it started talking about NPR, I donated money to uh, the, our local radio station, KPCC, uh, a few months ago. And they sent me these KPCC socks that are just kind of wild. And I wore them to the office and I happened to be talking to somebody, and sure, they looked down, because why wouldn't you? And 
they spotted my socks and I got like 10 compliments that day. And, I, and for somebody who is as insecure as I am and who needs to feed on the like of other people, I thought, Eureka, I found it. My thing next year is going to be funky socks. And so I am wearing them. I've been wearing them ever since. And guess what? I get exactly what I want. People giving me props for them. And I'm going to continue to wear them. And I'm going to continue to post them online. And you, if you don't like it, too bad. Don't look down there, okay? My eyes are up here, ladies and gentlemen. So now you've been disclosed. So I have my socks. I have this bright orange uh, shirt that I actually like to wear. Um, quick, and, quick and interesting story, even though I said that I wasn't going to be telling stories. When I first met my wife, well, girlfriend back then, I was a pretty poor kid, right? So my parents could only really afford khaki pants, Dickies khaki pants, uh, that had a crease because my dad needed for me to have a crease on everything. It wasn't like I was going to go out there and look like a cholo. Uh, I had white t-shirts because they came for five t-shirts for 10 bucks, and so they were an easy thing. A pair of tennis shoes that I try to keep as clean as possible because sometimes it could be seven, eight months before I would ever I would get a new pair. This was in college, but I was still living at home. And that was pretty much what I wore every single day with the exception of the occasional uh, blue jeans uh, because my parents, for whatever reason, did not believe in me wearing black jeans or they actually liked for me to wear white jeans, which A, I'm a mess pot, and second of all, I don't look good in white jeans. Uh, white linen pants, I look fucking fantastic, but white jeans, I don't know. I don't even know why they make it for dudes, but they do. And my parents had, had me have some and I could not for the life of me wear, wear them. I did go through a corduroy face. I don't know if anybody else did out there. And I thought I looked pretty fly in those, but nowadays I would look like a grandpa and I don't wear corduroy anymore. I don't even know if they make them. They probably do, but I, I won't buy them. Anyways. So I was fairly poor and my standard wear was khaki and white pants and my tennis shoes, uh, a belt because my dad was adamant that you always have to wear a belt. Your pants could not sag. And I, and I hear that because I even with my own son now, I do not like saggy pants. Put them up, make sure that they fit, you know, snugly around your waist. You don't need to have a belt, although I do prefer it. Uh, but no, no sagging pants. I'm sorry. In that sense, I will always be old school. I think your pants should fit should fit correctly so anyways one of the things that my wife girlfriend at the time noticed was the fact that, that that was my uniform day in and day out and it was pretty boring and i get it but you know i had the face of an angel so she overcame you know the drab and thought you know there's an op you know there's an opportunity to make an adonis out of this already super handsome young guy and she was the first person to ever buy me a shirt with a color that would be considered questionable if you were to ask my dad. He would wonder why I was wearing that kind of blue. It was an old navy shirt, so it wasn't anything fancy. It had a V-cut, and it was one of the first gifts that my wife ever gave me. And I wore the shit out of it because it was a gift and she had gotten it from me. And, and I looked good. It fit snugly around my arms and it was kind of tapered. So it actually showed off the, the bit of a D, uh, you know, body form that I had back in the day before I got chubby. Uh, I looked pretty damn good wearing this thing. 
And so I would wear it all the time until one day my mom decided to wash it and ruin it. She put it with the rest of the laundry or did something wrong and she ruined it. And I freaked the fuck out because I was so pissed at her that she had ruined the one shirt that my girlfriend had bought for me and how dare she and of course she doesn't understand because she doesn't know you know how to clean fine fabric like the stuff that they sell at Old Navy so shame on you mom for not understanding that and ruining it and I'll never get a shirt just like that but guess what my girlfriend went out and bought me another one and another one and then we started going to fun you know other fun places and and super tight shirts and then I and then I started earning my own money and guess what I was buying my own thing, my own stuff. Did any of you ever hear about international mail? I don't know if it's even around anymore. It used to be a catalog and it would used to have these like European dudes in like super, super, super tight shirts. And guess what? I owned a bunch of them because even though I wasn't a bulky guy, I was real thin and I had some muscle on me a little bit. And so I wanted to show it off and I'm pretty sure that at this point, my girlfriend started thinking, what the fuck have I done? I've created a monster and this kid is never going to stop. And, and I didn't. It went from there to structure. Eventually, structure became... What did, what did structure become? It, well, it's one of those brands that you'll see uh, in the mall. Exposure? No. What the heck are they? Well, it used to be structure and it used to be like this you know, very metrosexual, which was the word that I grew up with in the 2000s to this, most people describe me that way, but very fitted shirt, fitted pants, uh, ties were super expensive for mall stuff. Uh, but I look good in it. I was the first time that I wore pants without pleats, uh, because I wanted the front, the front, uh, the flat front, that I think I, to this day, I still wear because I think it looks a heck of a lot better than pleats. I've actually made fun of people with pleats and I've had some guys tell me that the reason why they don't wear the pants that they wear anymore is because I did make fun of them once, which shame on me. But at the same time, I think I did them a, a, a favor. I, I don't know, something about pleats, uh, multiple pleats, just uh, no bueno. And so, yeah, I started just, my, my budget for clothing just went through the roof and What's sad about it is that now as I look at it, I mean, I still enjoy the clothes and I do like bright colors. I do like bringing attention to myself and my clothes because in that sense, I I still held on to my dad and how he wore and the fact that he enjoyed looking the, the part because he was a detective. I think I've said that before. He was a detective, so he was always wearing the right gear. And so I realized that I wanted to kind of grow up to be like my dad or grow up to be like James Bond or one of these cats that just always looked like the fucking business. I wanted to be that. I, I, I wanted to have the nice rings and the nice watches and, and talk with flair. And uh, whenever I walked into the room, people would notice what I was wearing and they would comment. And, and yeah, I know, stupid, but that's who I wanted to be. And, and I wore the clothing that was appropriate to it. And also, considering the fact that I didn't have any kids, I didn't have any responsibilities, I could afford to spend all that money on myself. The thing is, that I still have a lot of those shirts, right? I held on to them because they were fucking expensive and I'm also kind of a hoarder. I don't throw anything away. The problem lately is that, well, actually it's not lately, it's been for the last six or seven years, is that I no longer fit in those form-fitting shirts. Something happened to my body along the way where it's not, I'm, I'm, when I say chubby, I'm, I kid, I am not a heavy man. 
Okay, I weighed myself this morning. I'm 5'7", and I weigh about 168 pounds. Could I stand to lose a few pounds? Sure. Could I tighten up a lot of different things? Of course. But I am not a heavy dude. Uh, it's one of the arguments that I have with my wife still to this day is the fact that she doesn't like it when I get too skinny. Um, case in point, I made a mistake one day. I, we were in a rush. We were trying to get out the door, and... I put on some jeans super fast on and they were just not fitting right. They were kind of short at the bottom. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with these jeans? And my wife looks at me and she goes, listen, dumbass, you're wearing mine. And she was fucking pissed. And so after that, I realized that A, um, I better not do that shit again and always make sure. But also realized that she does not like me getting too skinny. So... I stay in shape for the sake of staying in shape because I like to look relatively well, but I know also that getting down to super skinny, which for me would be in the 150s, and I've gone as low as maybe 155, uh, it doesn't work for me, and it certainly doesn't work for her, and I, you know, I want to make sure that she is happy that she is taken care of. So yeah, about 165 is probably the leanest that I will ever get. But like my dad, I'm a bulky dude. Uh, for whatever reason, my chest has expanded and grown over the years. I um, belly. I mean, I have you know a little bit of belly fat that sometimes when I sit down, it kind of just presses down on itself, and and the dough presses up against shirts. And if you try to wear anything that's fitted, doughy and fitted do not mix. And I've made the mistake over the years on occasion of sitting down. And then all of a sudden realize that I'm having this conversation with somebody and that a button has popped out and my belly hairs are sticking out and it's fucking embarrassing. And as much as I try to fit my body into these shirts, it no longer works. So I've decided to donate them to, you know, my scrawny kid now, which I'm sure in this, you know, in this teenage years before he outgrows me, because he's going to be a heck of a lot taller, he'll be able to wear them and look and look good. But I am done with those shirts. I've had to now over the years gone back and bought shirts that kind of do fit it, but are not, who have a lot more give around the, the, the waistline. It's not something that I'm proud of, but it's something. It's also something that I'm not not proud of. You know, I've, my body has changed. I, I'm 40 years old now. It is going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be the scrawny kid that you know, that I used to be, and, and neither do I want that to be the case. I have started to come to enjoy the fact that my body isn't perfect and that that in itself, there's some attractive quality to it. There's something to be said about the fact that when I talk to people and my body moves a certain way that I have control over all parts of my body. I'm not lanky like I used to be. And I've never been a tall dude, but when you're super skinny like I used to be, you feel like one of those like an inflatable dolls uh, in front of car shops where they're flailing all over about. I feel like I'm, uh, you know, like my son is right now in that face because he's so darn tall and he's so darn skinny that sometimes he has control, or, you know, he loses control over his body. And it's something that we've kept on talking about as, as I coach him is the fact that you're going to go through these phases where your your body is going to be awkward and, and you have to account for long legs and long limbs and that your response times aren't going to be quite the same because you have a lot more to move and also because you have momentum, it's going to take you a longer time to stop. So you have to be more mindful of how you control your body. 
And it's something now that I do, the, the, the movements that I make um, when I'm talking to somebody, when I'm you know, involved in some kind of physical activity, is that, that for the most part, I am pretty good. I, I am in charge of my faculties and that I can move with relative uh, precision. Uh, and, I, and I really like that part of it. And even the grays that are starting to come in on the side of my head, I'm not minding those so much anymore. I, I actually, to be honest, truth be told, I want some more. I think that it gives me that silver fox, early, early stages of silver fox that I've always kind of wanted. Because again, the whole point was to get to be that Sean Connery sort of thing that uh, Monty Penny, that, that, that I dig, that I like. It's, it's about getting, aging well. And I want, and I think I'm aging well. Um, and yes, I am obviously, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not, I'm fishing myself for my own compliments and I'm giving to, to giving them to myself and I'm all right with that because if I don't give myself compliments, who will other than anybody who sees me and my wife and friends, but outside of that, I mean, who really is giving me compliments? Um, so that means that when you are on the Twitter this afternoon and you look for me, uh, by all means, know that I'm insecure and it's perfectly okay to give me a compliment. I, I don't mind that at all. I actually think that if you were to give me a compliment, just know that you will have made me smile. And if that gives you any kind of solace in life, by all means, pay me that compliment. God, I'm obnoxious. But hey, this is how I am, baby. Take it or leave it. What was the whole fucking point of all this? I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's just me kind of realizing that I'm pretty happy being myself and some days are better than others but today I'm having a good morning and I'm trying to get out of this funk um, because it's raining and because of what happened and that there's a lot that's going to be going on over the next few weeks uh, summer vacation will be here before you know it the kids will be out of school and my schedule will be with completely bananas everything always gets turned around when summer comes because we I have the responsibility of them being at home and it's dad makes breakfast every morning and the rush to get them to summer camp and when there isn't any summer camp are we going to go to the beach are we going to go to a museum are we going to go for a day's trip are we going to go or get on the bikes um, all of the things that go along with with summer it really keeps me away from my everyday flow which I really thoroughly enjoy and the disruption is good. I enjoy parts of it, but at the same time, there's there's also parts of it that I'm dreading it. And there's also the, the fact that we're the the school year is ending, and that's always bittersweet. It's always been bittersweet for me since the beginning of time. It's always been bittersweet since the beginning of time, um, because for at least for us, it means one like the kids are getting older. And it's one year, it's one more year until they get ready to move out, uh, which will happen way later. But everything always happens so darn fast that you keep on saying, well, that will happen later, that will happen later. But before you know it, that later day comes and the kids will be out in some way, shape or form, or they will start taking their first steps away from us. And, and I don't want that to happen quite yet. So I am really doing my best to enjoy these days and whenever the end of the year comes it's my realization like just like new year's it always happens in new year's too where i realize gosh we're one step 
closer to them leaving the nest. And, and that doesn't mean, you know, life is over. It does mean that we're one more step to another phase of life, which I'm not ready to give up on. I'm okay being 40 and I'm okay getting going through my 40s and enjoying being a full-time dad and being here with them and, and all the the struggles that go along with that. What I'm not okay with is getting past this this phase because I'm in, I'm really thoroughly enjoying it and and it's also because it's giving me the opportunity to talk to you all right like this and and I hope that it doesn't go away. I I want to be able to take time with it and not squander it. So. That's about it for today. It doesn't have to be a long one, and I don't think you guys want a long one if I don't have anything else to say. I have been doing some fantastic uh, interviews with some people. That's the great thing about podcasting is that it's made me open to talk to folks from all over the country. I have really enjoyed uh, conversations with people from South Africa. I've talked to a gal, a gal from Wales just the other day. Uh, people here from my own state where we talked about uh meditation and yoga yoga and mindfulness gosh my accent every now and then but yoga and mindfulness uh you know there's so many great and wonderful conversations that this has afforded me to have and i am looking forward to having more with them i did want to announce really quickly that i did change my twitter to at hugo's posts i i felt that it was time to really just you know, invest in it. And even though I've had the other name for a very long time, I wanted to change it to reflect the fact that I am doing the post, the, the podcast. So check me out on Twitter at Hugo's Post. I am also on Instagram uh, at Hugo Real. I'm sorry, Hugo Torres. Ah, Hugo Torres. Feel free to check me out there. I've I've asked you, and some of you guys have taken me up on it. Ask me questions. I'll be more than glad to answer them, whether you agree or you disagree. As long as you're polite and you're kind and you actually want to have a dialogue and you want to expand knowledge, if that is the purpose of you contacting me, by all means, I'll meet you. It doesn't mean that we're going to, ha- that, that we're going to see eye to eye, but I do at least promise on my end is to have a, as honest and as raw of a conversation as possible without infringing upon your sensibilities uh, if I can help it. So check me out on Twitter. Check me out on Insta. Send me an email, hugo at hugotorres.com. Subscribe to the podcast. And by all means, if you like what you have to hear and you think that there's other people that might enjoy it, let them know. Peace out, y'all.